What's up, happy people? Welcome back to Perception is a Bitch. Now, y'all know that there's a lot of conversation going on in society right now about college. Is it still worth it? Should I go to college? What do I do with my life? I don't know. But a lot of people giving these kids advice. So we thought we'd tackle this question from what we call a 360 degree perspective. Basically, we're not gonna give you the answer, but we're gonna talk around the topic in circles. I am not your college counselor. I am not your curriculum advisor. In fact, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. But my point is not to be right or wrong. I just need to be the catalyst for conversation. Welcome to Perception is a fucking bitch man. What's up, happy people? Welcome back. It's Perception, actually, the Deji and Sarah show. <laughs> the Deji and Sarah show. Aw, yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> I, and I did tell you this. I'm but in the title. You're in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on all the audio platforms, uh-huh. all the iHeart radios, all the Apple podcasts, all the uh-huh. Spotify's, and I changed it to Deji and Sarah because you know, apparently we're 50-50 partners now. <laughs> I'm no longer just the manager. I'm the manager and co-star. Slow down. Slow down. It doesn't mean you get paid twice. (laughs) It's Uh, still one pay. No double dipping here. No double dipping. It's still one pay to wear multiple hats. No, no. I operate like the economy right now. We're going to pay you less to do more. (laughs) Mm. See, I want you to uh, function like the economy with stimulus checks for no work. I can't do that. <laughs> we call that socialism. <laughs> that shit has never worked and it bankrupts countries. But I don't want to piss anybody off. So I'm going to move <laughs> off. <laughs> too late. Too, too early late. in the show. Too early in the show. You too early in the show. piss somebody off every day. This is true. This is true. Because perceptions of bitch and shit. Mm-hmm. And people listen to your opinions and automatically assign that to be your identity. So as you think is as you are. I, I, I guess... But welcome to the show, y'all. We wanted to teach a concept on today's episode, which is this idea of a 360 perspective. Now, you may not know what that means. You may not know what that means, but you will understand it. We didn't invent the 360 perspective. It's actually a fairly common tool or skill set people rational motherfuckers use in conversation we it's created just the name for it right we we, I we anyone, i've never heard anyone else say that yeah it's it's a lot like the simon cynic start with why the golden circle like, like the that concept might the, exist the, in the con- forms, yeah the, the concept existed way before he came along but he he codified it he gave mm-hmm. it a name he gave it a name he gave it like a like an a identity way to summarize it right yeah. right right so that's what we're doing with the 360 perspective. But the three, the, so what? What is the 360 perspective? Let Let me chunk this one up to you. Oh, to me, you're throwing the football my way. Yeah, All yeah. Right, let me, let don't me drop catch that shit. shit. Let me don't, catch this shit. Don't drop that shit. No butterfingers here. I, I, I might be like Jordan and not pass the ball anymore. I'm score all 60 <laughs> points by my damn self. All right, all right, all Win right. championships. I don't all need right, no all team. All right, all right. Hire you and fire you all in the same day. <laughs> You can't fire me up for life. It's a. This is not an at-will employment situation. This is an at-will employment. <laughs> nope. The marriage is not at-will. The employment is at-will. Get your facts straight. Can't be spreading no alternative facts around here. This is not fake oh. news. <laughs> 
Anyways, um, so 360 perspective. Here's how I envision it, at least in my mind. Okay. Um, so I envision, you know, those like human chains where you see on like the cheesy commercials where everyone's holding hands and they're like spreading across the globe, circling the globe. Yeah, one of those save the earth shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> so that's kind of how I envision 360 perspective because every person has a very unique perspective based on who they are, what life they've lived, what where point they've of lived. View they're having. Yeah. yeah. Um, so all of that impacts how we perceive the world. So when you imagine that human chain of, of individuals from every race, creed, religion, color, nationality, all around the world. All the labels, all mm-hmm. the nouns. All the nouns. All the definitions. And they're holding hands. They each have a, a different perspective. And when they all link together, that's the 360 perspective. So the goal of 360 perspective it's is to, to try to get a viewpoint from each person's mind's eye, to see out of their view. And the, in cum- that. the cumulative or the accumulation of those Makes multiple... Makes the whole circle. So it's the right, loop g- then. It's, the loop gives you a broader, better perspective of what truth mm-hmm. should be. Right? So the one chain, the one link in the chain can't claim to be the whole truth because it's just yeah. one piece to that. Yep. Yep. One right. link can't... Right. One person can't be the whole circle. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much you travel, <laughs> you can't be the whole circle. Tell people that in society today. Because, <laughs> oh, I'm a Republican. You know, so I know what's going on. Oh, I'm a Democrat. Oh, I'm rich. I'm poor. I'm whatever. You Nobody know, knows it all. This is a good lesson for you. Let's take a moment and remind ourselves that no one knows it all. A moment of silence, please. I know it all because I'm constantly <laughs> trying to think from a 360 perspective. <laughs> So 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 now, did I did I nail that one? Is that you nailed it? You right, nailed cool. it. Now, no for obviously, you. still employed. Obviously, you haven't pissed me off for yet, now. so you're still employed. <laughs> obviously, whenever you have a question, you don't get the privilege of uh, the chain, the, the the human chain mm-hmm. around the world. You're yeah. you're most likely going to ask one person that. Question. And usually that's the person closest to you, and they right. have lived the exact same variation of your life. So right, which is very dangerous. Very right. similar perspective. The person, yeah. So, so when you ask a question like, "Should I go to college?" You mm-hmm. know, I'm you're 18 years old, trying to decide what to do. Like, should I go to college? The problem is when you ask somebody that question, they have to be able to answer that to you from a 360 perspective, basically talk the shit in circles with you from multiple from multiple perspectives if it's someone who's actually going to give you decent advice and not just tell you what they wish they had done or what they were conditioned to believe was the right course of action right and and your point's valid because when you when you typically when you ask people that question it's people closest to you who are living your same type of reality, which means they're trying they, to live through you and fix the mistakes that they made. <laughs> parents, uh, mm-hmm. which means they see the world in similar fashion. So the advice they give you is going, it's confirmation bias. Or it's it just, might, may be outdated. Like one of the, the things we t- will get into with the college thing is a lot of the parents who want to send their kids to school don't fully understand that the reality today is not the reality it was for their generation or their parents' generation. 100%. Like, and I see this especially a lot with African-Americans where mm-hmm. 
We've been denied higher education systemically or for whatever reasons for so long mm -hmm. that a lot of African-American kids have it as a dream and lifelong aspiration generation. to be the first generation graduated from college in my family. Yeah. But it's looped so far. It, does, it almost doesn't even you, matter. You don't anymore. even realize that that goal is so dated, right? Like, like, it's, it's, like it's, it's more like a trap now. Um, you missed the chance for that to right. matter, if that so makes sense. So to get into this conversation, I'm going to give an example of how this kind of came up this week, right? Because a lot of the episodes we do come from inspiration for some, from something we experienced over the week. So I'm, you know, chilling midweek, call it Wednesday. And chilling, I, maxing, relaxing, shooting some people. Did you think you were outside cool? Outside of school, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to rap. So I'm chilling, and I get a call from a, from a friend, a peer, mm -hmm. um, and basically, he had an opportunity or his job propositioned him with an opportunity to move mm -hmm. closer to home, all that, all the nuances that go in there. And his question to me was, Deji, should I take the gig or should I not take the gig? There are pros and cons to it. And right off the bat, what I said to him was like, like, I know my bias and I know what I would have chosen to do in that situation. But I can't pigeonhole him that way, right? Yeah. So I giving said, him the advice of what you would do would be bad advice. Would be very bad advice. But that's, if it turned out to be the right decision, it would be bad advice. It'd be, it'd be morally irresponsible. Mm -hmm. What I said was, look, here's what we'll do. We will we will we will apply the 360 perspective idea to this conversation. We will talk around this in circles, meaning We'll, we'll, we'll consider every possible nuance, every angle, every scenario, every pro con to this issue. Now, I have to warn you, I don't know what conclusions we're going to come to at the end of this conversation. I don't know that. I don't like we're just talking in circles, yeah. basically going on a long ass journey. Mm -hmm. Just taking a jolly ride and see where we land. So this just, is one of those. I don't know instances. where we're going. We're just driving yeah. right now. We may end up in in Florida for all I know. Yeah. This is one of those instances where I feel like you can't have a destination in mind. Like most of the time in life, people tell you to plan. Like if you don't plan, you plan to fail kind of thing. Bullshit. Not uh, when you're trying to do 360 not, perspective. Yes, not when you're doing 360 perspective, not when you're trying to give someone advice. Because if you come into a discussion and you're really trying to hash things out and really keep an open mind, see the nuances, see what you might be missing, see the pros and cons in an objective light, then you can't have uh, any kind of narrative in your head because that automatically makes you not objective right because you can't see when someone asks you a question like that you can't see all the nuances and details the underlying emotions and and all that that's going on with them so kind of talking in circles gives them an opportunity to just rant and rant and rant like there were some parts where we had come to a conclusion in the conversation when i was talking to this and guy and then we kept talking he introduced he, he introduced a new fact or a new paradigm or a new nuance into the conversation. I'm like, well, that changes everything. So mm -hmm. fucking disregard everything we've just said. Like the, the conversation, the first 30 minutes don't even make no sense anymore based on this new information you've given me. So wash, rinse, repeat. Let's begin the conversation again from this new paradigm. Right. You know, another thing um, that this 360 perspective conversation and when you're having these kind of conversations, something to keep in mind Um it reminds me of the concept how how people say you should never talk bad about your best friend's ex 
Have you kind of heard that? I've never heard that one. I talk okay. bad about my best friend's <laughs> ex all the time. I don't, but <laughs> no. I'll fuck with my best friend. I'm your friend. best friend, so you, you better talk shit about my exes, I you guess. Don't, you don't have exes? You do. I really don't. <laughs> I was you were my first. first. <laughs> my one and only. I'm all you've done. I'm like, you ain't got no exes. I ain't got nobody. <laughs> better not fuck this shit up. All right. Um, but no, they talk about how, like, don't talk shit about your best friend's ex, um, even when they're fighting, because the thing is, they may make up, they may get back together. And, and now you you've, said all this shit. Yes, you've planted a fly. Oh, they were the worst person in the world. I always hated them. I never wanted to hang out with them. I hated. She gonna forget how he that smelled. she called you ranting and bitching, and you were mm-hmm. you were just there to listen. And now you're the one who that. said she had a stank ass boyfriend who was an asshole. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, you're too good for him anyway. <laughs> he won't go for you. She gonna remember all that. She'll remember that. She gonna tell him when they get back together, and all of a sudden you you yeah. you caught you know you left holding the bag. <laughs> so when you give someone advice, we call that a robbery it's the situation. Same <laughs> You're hostage. <laughs> Robbery. Yeah. They stole, robbed, and then they held, left you with the bag. Uh. <laughs> so the cops get there. You look like you're the one who committed the crime. Mm. Perception's a bitch. <laughs> but it, it's one of those things you have to be careful of anytime you're having a 360 perspective conversation uh, with, with someone else in mind. If you're having it for yourself, I'd say just keep an open mind because you may be pigeonholing yourself into one frame of mind you may have already decided and then we call that confirmation bias where you're just thinking through the things and only acknowledging the ones that lead to the decision that you wanted to make originally anyways Mm -hmm. Um, but when you're talking with other people you can automatically push for the thing that you think they should do and then if they choose to do something else or if that decision leads to a bad result now you've lost a friend true So all that introduction about a 360 perspective, I talk more about it in the book found on Amazon for shameless plug. plug. You can download the book on Amazon.com. Having a 360 perspective, we call that being an omnipresent man, having, you know, trying to be trying to have multiple thoughts at the same time. So we've set the groundwork to explain what a 360 perspective is so we can now ask this conversation and get into the actual conversation of the episode. It only took us 14 minutes to explain that idea. I think that was good. I think they get it. I think they get it. Do they they get it? I hope so. I hope you all understand what a 360 perspective is now. It's basically talking in circles around an issue so you can get broad perspective. So I only talk in circles. I don't know any other shit. I don't give people answers. We're going to talk this shit out. Talk about squares, yeah. rectangles. I don't know. So we didn't invent this shit. People been talking around. Well, smart, rational people been talking around the issue for a while. The ignorant ones are the ones who want to tell you what they know. <laughs> oh, this is how I would do it. You know, back in my day, you know, yeah, I'm going to college or, that, um, or don't go to college. It's 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 like a Socrates. Is it Socrates who says I'm wise because I know what I do not know? No, no. He said I am the smartest man alive. That's because I realize that I know nothing. Yeah. And so when you have a 360 perspective, that's what you're trying to acknowledge is that there's so much you don't there's know. There's so much here. That the smartest decision you can make will be based on trying to broaden your... Your, your perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting more samples to compare to, right? Like you're more likely to come up... Think about it as like a DNA database, right? 
you're more likely to find the right DNA if you have a huge database. If you only got like three people in there. <laughs> Basically, if you live in a small town, I can only fuck three people. <laughs> Why am I the one doing the sexual joke today? I don't know. Okay, so the question I is... I haven't had my tequila yet, that's why. Okay, so the question is, Deji, should I go to college? I'm like, all right, man, let's talk this out. I'm, I'm going to give you um, my bias. Fuck no. Fuck no. Okay, okay. Don't be like everybody out there. Or don't be that, like that the would one... be me if I just went based off of my confirmation okay, bias. Um, okay, but let's not do that. Let's have but, a. But I would say that's based off experience. So, <laughs> just because you were jaded by Sally Mae doesn't mean you should like lie. It's like Dave Ramsey saying, "No debt, no debt, no debt," and then Grant Cardone like, "Dave, just because you were bur- debt burned you, don't mm-hmm. make debt like you know." There's Evil people for making, the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, there's people making millions out here. So, Dave, just because you were burned doesn't mean you should be giving this bullshit advice to other people. I'm That's what Grant Cardone said about Dave Ramsey. Statistically, more people have been burned by debt though That's than your, have made. Statistically, according to what statistics? Well. Don't be spewing the statistics like they facts, but you can't show me proof. Where'd you get that from? I'm going to go all Ben Shapiro on your ass, right? Experience. <laughs> Experience. Okay. Life. Okay. I've been living on these streets. <laughs> Don't come at me, bro. I'm going to go all Ben Shapiro on your ass right now and win this debate. Like, what facts? Where, where's your sources? <laughs> okay. Give me a second to pull up Wikipedia after I edit it. <laughs> okay. So, should I go to college? And, all right. So, 360 perspective on this conversation. It's like, first of all, what are you looking to accomplish? What do you want to do, right? What do you want to do with your life? Where, you. where Me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> I get it. But there's so much to the college conversation. So f- first of all, it depends on the degree you're going for because degrees today are not what they once were a couple years ago. Like I know kids, like, like at work, a lot of kids, a lot of young kids work for me. They ask me, they jump in college or they say they jump in college. I'm like, what are you studying? And they tell me some shit like, business management, accounting. And I'm like, okay, slow down. There's TurboTax. And and speaking from experience, somebody who has a college degree in accounting and got replaced by TurboTax in 20, 2008, it might not be a good idea. You know, The only or, thing you can do as an accountant is you work for like a private firm or something like that. The big that, four, or city. the big four, right. But, you know, like college has gotten increasingly more expensive. Fuck, mm-hmm. like colleges, like uh, basically colleges have become like a caste system. Yeah. You know, where they, they, it, I, I the feel like. The only ones that matter if you actually go to college are the Ivy Leagues. If you're not in Ivy League, you might as well not bother. And, and. I, so I so colleges that. brag about their unacceptance rate now. Like, yeah. oh, we had 10,000 kids. It's so hard kids to get of, in. Yeah, so hard to get in here. We had 10,000 kids apply. We only took five. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And these public servants think they're doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. That's just my opinion. Right? I, I, I digress. I digress. So there's that one perspective. But then there's also the perspective. So from that perspective of cost and, like, just going for some bullshit degree that's not specialized. So there's layers here. So it depends on, like you said, A, what degree are you actually getting? Okay. Because you have to understand the ROI on that degree. And by ROI, I mean how much is the earning potential and how is the longevity and the trajectory of that position? 
And is it, is it scalable? And is, is there enough jobs in that field? Does that make sense? That makes a lot so of sense. So lots of nuances. So even if it pays well, is the market flooded? Um, is it going to be relevant in five to 10 years? The degree you get. Yeah. So I got a degree that basically once I got out, it paid minimum wage. So I owed the same amount I would have owed pretty much if I went to become a doctor, but had a degree that was only minimum wage level pay. Yeah, I'm very pigeonholed. Yeah, no trajectory. Here's another statistic, no right? Mm-hmm. And again, you you can look at the, the top 1% income earners, the top 6%, about 98% of the richest Americans disproportionately have college degrees, right? So there is some correlation to economic success and having a college education. degree and having an education, right? So from that perspective, yes, go to college. But I would argue that college has in some ways become kind of a luxury brand where, you know, it doesn't matter if you go to the four year regular tier one, I mean, tier two, tier three college. No one really gives a shit because uh, it's, it's essentially paying Ferrari prices for a Toyota certification, you know. So you're saying that doesn't matter. It doesn't like matter. If like, they went to Harvard or Yale or something so, like so that. So we went to Harding University and mm-hmm. we came out with like what, call it. Fifty, sixty thousand dollars in debt. Basically, that's the cost of a Ferrari for a Toyota-like education. So, so we, what I'm saying? here's like, the problem: you and I went to a very low to middle tier, but that had a high ticket price kind of college. We didn't go to the name brand Ferrari, like. But they cost the same. Well, roughly, I'd have to look. I don't know. They, they, they Harvard cost the cost. same. They cost the same. But For- my point is, my point is, is that Harvard, Yale, Princeton, the Brown, like those kind of things, when you put them on a, a resume, it carries weight. It yes, holds it value. has equity. It so has that's equity. the Ferrari value. Why that's you're the Ferrari certification. Or Rolls Royce, yeah. if we want to go with the car analogy. Maybe Rolls Royce is a... Well, you go to Princeton, Yale, you know, MIT. That's, yeah, that's... That's Rolls Royce. That's mm-hmm. Rolls Royce. Yeah. So that's that's that high level where it's like you automatically roll up and like be like shit. This is somebody. This is somebody we got to watch out for. So yeah, if you can get into one of those schools, I would say it's probably an investment that's worthwhile and will pay you dividends on the back end. But if you're going to any kind of like middle, like state school or anything like that, you might as well go to like an online Phoenix kind of bullshit university that you get your degree at night or online at home because it literally the degree makes no difference at that point yes yeah, so there's no, no one no one's ever like cared what you what they don't care what harding is or where it is or how i got there it's yeah so like a certification from like a harvard or yale uh, shit, if I had to go 100 grand in debt for that college degree, it probably makes sense because when you graduate from those schools, the opportunity for economic prosperity seemed to be centered, mm-hmm. seem, seem, I'm not, I don't have any statistic or, th- you know, anything to prove that they are or not, but they seem, opportunity, economic opportunity seems to disproportionately be 
like geared and directed towards people who come from these schools. So from that perspective, I feel like it's like a buoy. Like it's something that just like buoys your resume to the top of the pile, right? It doesn't mean you'll necessarily get the job or keep the job, but it means that you're probably going to be the first one that they pick out of the pile to bring in for a res for an interview. Right. So so where um, so, so where, does, where everyone else is just mixed in the pile. Yeah. So so no where are the top to- top recruiters or top companies like Google, Amazon? Uh, Facebook, uh, Microsoft, where are they going to go get their new hires? They're going to mm-hmm. go to these top tier one colleges because a lot of times the people who already work for these companies or the CEOs of these companies, founders are alumni of these schools and they have relationships with them. Yeah. So that's that's step one on that. But there's actually step two on that, which is companies like that are actually getting more and more away from hiring people even with degrees and instead just looking for the people who are the best in their field. So this is where you get to one of those counter arguments for going to college again where like you don't like, need a college degree yes, like there and there find big, something that you're good at and be the fucking best at it. So and like, like Elon grind Musk, that shit to yeah, the dust. Elon like, Musk has come out and said that hey you don't need a college degree so that creates and you know starts this whole cultural narrative and gives some validity to that argument and you get you get companies like Google now coming out to certify people and I think we're kind of headed into a world where it's not even about going to these schools it's about getting accepted into these schools yeah and that's what people put on their resumes so and, and this is where you have to like did you did you get that it's not oh I graduated from Yale or Harvard mm-hmm. but when these schools are so hard to get in 10,000 applicants they only accepted five mm-hmm. for most people just being able to put on their resume that I was one of the five of 10,000 accepted, but I chose not to go is the value prop well, on their resume. Really put that on your resume. Oh, you chose not to go. Babe, fuck here. Yeah. I, I guarantee okay. you, the, I guarantee yeah. you motherfuckers going to put that on their resume. Deji. Accepted Deji. to MIT, but didn't go. Fuck. <laughs> if I saw a resume that said that, I would automatically not bring that motherfucker in for an interview. You are not current with what's going on in these streets, I would not. Babe. You're saying you got into a prestigious school <laughs> and you were too dumb to go. Okay. It was too expensive. I couldn't afford to go. Okay. then that But hit. I got in. <laughs> then why did you fucking apply? To show you that I, I, I am no, the elite. No, That shit's bullshit. Don't blow the speaker back up. Bullshit. <laughs> Motherfucker. Sarah getting all excited. You don't okay. see this? No. If you I, don't see this at all? No. If I saw that. Hold on. Hold on. You are wrong on this one because you and I, we're, we're middle management in like the lower bottom barrel feeder of the economy. We work Babe, in fitness. What you're saying is stupid so, right <laughs> so you're looking, you're thinking about resumes from the perspective of bottom barrel. Like we're, we're in uh, the gutter, Sarah. We're the lowest of the low when it comes to the resumes we get. Like ain't no smart people applying no. to it. But I'm saying broaden your, broaden your mind. Broaden your mind. I'm trying to give you perspective. Think about the chain. Think about the chain. This is why we're talking shit out. This is why we're talking shit out. I'm just saying you're making a side point that is in. I'm making the point. It's a side point (laughs) about how if you got accepted to an Ivy League or a top tier school. But didn't go. But decided not to go because you couldn't afford it. It'd be just as good as if you had gone. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Maybe if you went there for two years and then decided. No, I'm saying didn't go at all. No. I'm saying get accepted, apply, get accepted, don't go, and then put that on a resume and be like, employer, Google, 
but I got it. <laughs> For first of all, how would you verify that? They will give you an acceptance letter. Just hold on to that shit. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> I can counter your points. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. You're not ready for this. You're not ready for this conversation. <laughs> keep going, keep going, going. I'm crying right now. Okay, all right. Keep going, keep going. What else? What else? Just, Second. You're really cute when you're wrong. This must be why I like you. You're always wrong. <laughs> And then in five years, you go look back and be like, oh. I'm telling you, that does not make sense on any level. Getting into something, it, it doesn't mean you've won it. You've won it when you finished it. I mean, that's like someone, I signed up for a race. I signed up for a Tough mutter. I didn't run it, but I signed up. I paid my thing. dues. Oh, I bought a gym membership. Tough, so No, no, Tough mutter gym memberships, we gladly accept your, your membership. You accept it. Even but, though you're crazy. But that does not mean We are not turning are people away. It's not a luxury go. brand. It's not a cash system. I'm going back to my earlier point that college Have has become- Have you not become, been to Equinox? That's just some cast. There's different levels of gyms. Yes. It's like when we try to get this fancy ass apartment and we walk in and looking at us like, mm, ah, we look broke. It's an interracial couple. You must be on the wrong side of town. These places too nice for you to. They, now they want income verification. They want to see our bank statements. They want to see like, can you pay the whole rent up a year in advance? I'm like, why well, I got to do all this just to get a fucking apartment, you know? So now I can be like, you know, they said, yes, we got in, but we chose not to go. So that means that we're... That means nothing. Okay. You're not understanding the power of the caste system and how, like, when you get to the other side of the caste, when you get included into the Lord's category, you know, like the kings, and you get brought into the inside. That would be like if um, Meghan Markle's hu husband... Prince Harry. Yeah, okay. that fucker. If he had met her and fucked her, but didn't marry her, do you really think we would know anything about that relationship or it would flip matter? Flip it, flip it. You're, you're looking at this wrong. If she had met the prince and fucked the prince and didn't marry him, now she got bragging rights. But it still <laughs> doesn't make you a fucking princess. You're still not a princess. Close. You're a prince fucker, <laughs> but you're not a princess. It's a different thing. Okay. So what I'm we're saying supposed it, to be talking I about know. education. <laughs> where are we? Where, this is what I'm saying. It's a side point that I will not let go because it's wrong, <laughs> and you will not let go. Okay. Respect. The point is not look. Perception is a, a bitch. So the point is not to be right or wrong. It's to just Except I'm right. It's all we're trying to do is catalyze a conversation, and that's that's. You mean catalyst? I'm just trying to be the catalyst for a conversation. That's all I'm trying to. So I'm trying. So I'm trying to I'm not trying. <laughs> apparently you try Thank to be right on this one acknowledging that i'm right okay so we're still talking about should you go to college you see what i mean 360 perspective <laughs> we're talking in circles layers. layers we're no close to an answer now than we were when we first started <sighs> so let's keep going there's also the issue of oh but i'm passionate about xyz so i want to oh, college yeah. i want to go to college for to, what i'm passionate for what about. i'm passionate about and I'm not like, what's okay, going to make the money slow down motherfucker slow down slow down slow down before we start talking about passion Remember that your passion is super contextual, a lot like religion, meaning, <laughs> meaning that if you were born in Africa, chances are your passion is going to be soccer, track, badminton, some shit like that, ping pong. Mm -hmm. If you were born in America, your passion is probably football, 
basketball. Passion is subjective to the context. If you are born to parents who are athletes or who are high academics, whatever the fucking context of your birth is, is typically where your passions develop from. So your passion is not an indication of who you are and what you love. It's the shit you learn to love in the context you were born into. So in, in the spirit of you may be a different person 10 years from now, like let's slow down on making expensive life decisions today mm-hmm. about shit that is super subject to context. So one thing that people get confused about with passion too is it may be something that you're passionate about, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's something that will make you money. Um, and it doesn't mean it's something that even if you do, if it would make you money, that you in particular have the skill sets to execute in a way that makes you money. I use the example of someone who likes to bake pies, passionate about baking pies. They make the best pies all over and everybody wants to buy their pies, but they can't seem to balance their books. They don't know how to price their pies. They don't know how to um, price out delivery options. And so they are not good at streamlining the business aspect of running a pie business. So again, so you may actually not need a degree in culinary arts because you already have a passion and a skill for baking. But maybe you may you need a degree, degree in, in business. business and vice versa. Someone who is. But does that need to even be from a four year college? You can probably get that from a two year community college or audit the or, shit out or of just classes. Get on fucking Do you need YouTube. the degree? Get on fucking YouTube or call on Kadeji. I could teach you how to run a PNL. Call Uncle Uncle Deji. You don't have enough time for all these fuckers out in Poland and Russia and Australia. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You want all these people from all over the world to call you. I respond to every comment from anyone in any area of the world. I didn't even know we had listeners in fucking Russia. I was so scared to respond to the comment from the Russians because I'm like... This is how they get people. We're too close to an election. Are you a spy? I to our to our listeners in Russia. I'm, I'm so not stereotyping right now. I'm just saying, Uncle Deju was met with a little bit of concern. This Nigerian prince was a little nervous. Yes. The- when when I'm like people listening in Russia, this does not look well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should do a, a podcast on the Nigerian scam art. The four and nine. Yeah. Some would say college is a scam. Fuck, yeah. I would say that. But, okay. So, so. So, scammer the scammer. What do you say? (laughs) What do you say to these colleges? I don't know. So, so my my bias Mm -hmm. is, I shouldn't share my bias because we're talking in circles. We're having a 360 conversation. It's not for me to give the answer from my fucked up point of view. It's for you, the listener, well, to arrive part at. Of the perspective because that's your perspective. But you need to specify that it's a perspective, not an answer. Okay. So I, we, we all value different things, right? So there's a value system that goes into that question. For me, I am big on economic like opportunity and being like well off and putting myself in the top percentile of income earners. If I, so I went to college at the time on the information that that one of such degrees to get was accounting. Yeah. not saying that there aren't accountants out there who make him bank, but I would probably like work for the mafia, but I would probably have gone to, to college and studied something like, I can't even say law because 
even that has become super subjective, but maybe some specialized medical degree, mm-hmm. uh, a surgeon. I, I would have put in the extra time resources needed to get myself into the top percentile, maybe even tried to get into some of the more luxury brand schools mm-hmm. and just done a lot of my prerequisites um, at some bullshit col- you know, two-year college, minimized cost, because I understand that for some weird fucked up reason, there's a parallel between going to college and having economic opportunity, right? Like there are very few people in the top percentile of income earners who don't have college degrees. Fuck what they tell you in mainstream media. Oh, pursue your passion, start your own business. Like fuck college, fuck college. Like all those people given that narrative and that point of view, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. But it's slightly misguided because the data does not support what they're telling you. There's more successful motherfuckers who have college degrees than don't. Well, I think that's tilted still by the statistics of age, I think. Okay, so you think you're saying that people with college degrees just haven't died off? So like in another, call it 20, 30 years, more of the top percentile will not have. So if you're forward thinking then don't have a degree. A lot of the top 1% who are the top are coming from the earners. old kind of so, college system. Yeah. Okay. And so we have Good a lot point. of these Good young point. people, the, the kids who are coming out now, like our generation and younger. Making money online, YouTube, drop shipping. So most most people in our age group, because you graduated in that 08 bubble mm-hmm. um, and couldn't find a job for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then now we've got this 2020 crisis. Um, there's been so many things that have derailed and with inflation being what it is, jobs do not earn the same thing that they earn. Like a doctor today is not the same as like when when someone from the 1950s was like, oh, I married a doctor. Okay, that meant something totally different. Then then it does not. You could marry a doctor and still be like upper middle class. Back then, marrying a doctor was like, oh, you made it. You you good. I I, I, I was... Like your mom's a doctor, and I wouldn't say that she's in she's in a good position, but she's not. It's what, not what it used to be. Yeah, it's not be, something right. the, the way people perceive it. Like even she had a mindset for the longest time. Like you're if right I become about a that. Doctor, you're right about that because I come from a culture, the Nigerian, African, even Asian cultures are very big on education. So it's like the more educated you are, the more successful, the better your chances of success mm-hmm. will be. Your mom has and, more degrees and certification than anyone I, I've ever met in my or, life. And I see now how in today's society that might be a dated model, and maybe the beneficiaries of that dated model are still the predominant force in the economy you also have to look at the fact that in our economy now we have a deficit of people who are experienced in trade skills because everyone wants to go to college and they want that that luxurious prestigious job and so craft skills have kind of lost their appeal to a lot of people and we don't have a lot of people who are pursuing you know honorable trades like electricians and plumbers and things it's not considered dirty jobs. Yeah. We want to do that shit. But used to, you could start your own plumbing business and make really good money and support your That's family. That's not prestigious. Now it's it, it's dirty. I'm not don't coming out of the caste system of yeah. college. Mm-mm. I want to show that I got accepted to MIT. I didn't have to go. Just be Everyone able to put it on paper. Everyone wants to live the American dream. And used to, the American dream was an honest, simple like living that would pay for your life. Now those honest livings don't really pay for anything. So 
Now we want the next level. We all want to be the doctor, lawyer, or the big degree. Or and plus, there's a demand and supply to like all a job, all a all a career specialization. Whether you're a doctor, lawyer, it's just legal ways to rob other people of money and put money in your pocket. You know what I think is funny? What? Why does anyone pay for an art degree? I don't know because you can't use it for shit. No, even if you even if you do, so I'm, I'd say I would take art classes. I would do that. I would take art classes because I would like to learn more. I'm I'm an artist. I love to draw. I love to paint, and I would love how to do more things like sculpt. And and I feel like classes do put you in a setting to learn, to practice, to grow. Um, and experience different things. I think education is a beautiful thing. I'm a huge, huge believer in education. I am not necessarily a believer in college education or paying out the ass for college education. So what I don't understand is when you could audit a class, why would you then go pay top dollar to learn the same information just to receive a paper that says you then learned the information? Because it's because we live in a society of certifications. It's all about the certification. It's not the learning. People don't give a shit what you know or what you. And that's my point. It's it's who certified you. Mm -hmm. You know, because there are only like a handful of credential or credible certifiable credentials that we as a society have collectively said. You know what? If you have or have been certified by this institution, you legit in our eyes. Yep. Now, to, to give a pro about college, I guess one thing I will say is that without a college degree, it's very hard to even get an interview for any um, middle to top level management or experience level position. However, there is a workaround. Um, if you pay attention to pretty much any company in corporate America, there's always that story of the one guy who started as an intern getting coffee or started working the register doing some bullshit job. And then he got promoted to like a, a key holder or a shift lead or something or an assistant. And then it was the next step and the next step and the next step. And then before you know it, he's like the CEO of the company or some top level executive. Mm-hmm. So there is something to be said for starting low, having an, a tremendous work ethic, a desire to learn, a desire to excel, and then having the loyalty and follow through in that job to see it rewarded. A lot of people, and I, I think our generation, have a lot less patience, and they have a work ethic that's that is shit. extremely extreme. like it, it's that idea of I showed up so I automatically deserve a paycheck because I got here. Anything I do beyond this is a bonus for you, and you should be lucky. I got a lot. That of, I even I got, got here. I, I got a lot of people with that flawed Mindset. perspective so do work, I. working for me, and I'm like, like this mm. needs they need they need a paradigm shift yep. in real time. And and so that that's. If you could be that type of mentality, the one who like, you know what? I have a passion for fashion. So I'm going to take a shit internship for any fashion company that I can find. LA. And just work my way up. Work dog hours to find a way to build and to grow. I mean... So you can you can build you, you, something I, I from see, your I, passion. I, I see where you're going. going. I, I see where you're going because now 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 that I heard you say that, I'm gonna I'm gonna revise my earlier position on how I said I would have done college because when I look at the opportunities that I've had now, I realize, and you saying that just gave me this new perspective that past your first job, 
successfully, no one gives a shit about your your education or where you graduated from. We just don't look at it on a resume anymore. So really, what, even what, college what, is the show that you're reliable, yeah. that you can stick with something. So what I would have done was uh-huh. as soon as I graduated high school, I should have gone straight to work, to work for somebody with the intent to learn all the personable, interpersonal people perception skills that have paid me more value and paid me more ROI in my career than my college degree ever did. Because I know a lot of people with college degrees, but they don't have the skill sets for leadership, people management, um, conversation, Mm -hmm. communication, because those soft skills, the nuances around those skills are the things that make you worth more in the marketplace. So I could have, I could have, I think I could have not, I don't think, I know I could have gotten to my same point here now in my career without even going to school and just going to straight to the workforce, committing the four years that I would have spent in school anyways Mm -hmm. to learning, growing, and then advancing these positions. The only difference would be if I was wanting to do something specialized like surgery or you know, business law or commercial law, something like a specialized skill set that requires obviously some more formal like setting mm-hmm. in trade. And even that, I would now lean back on the first point I made. I would be looking to get into a top tier brand school mm-hmm. because a lot of these schools have big ass endowments, right? Like Harvard or, or Yale, one of these schools has like a $40 billion endowment. They're like fucking hedge funds, mm-hmm. right? So they may have like a $100,000 price sticker, but between all the discounts and all the yada yada endowments that they give, it costs about the same to go to these schools as it costs to go to Harding University, right? Mm-hmm. So I would have I would have done that if I had the opportunity of getting in. And if I couldn't get into those schools, then I would have just done some two-year degree, find the cheapest cost alternative yeah. possible to get in what whatever certification I needed from it's still a reputable certification board. Because a Harding degree and Harding is a private Christian college in, in the in the Bible Belt, Arkansas. That degree was relevant and held weight in certain circles. Yeah. But past, it. yeah, it only opened doors to a certain point. And this was when I started to understand the branding around schools and how, yes, the where, the, you, go the, where you go does matter. Fuck what they tell you. Fuck what they tell you. Like if you're paying any kind of attention and when these colleges come on your college campus, this is how to know what value or weight your degree holds. On on uh, employer day, career day, look at the schools that sh- look at the businesses, the companies that come to your campus. Mm-hmm. If you're in Stanford, Yale, MIT, it's probably Google, Facebook. You see where I'm going? Mm-hmm. At Harden, it was probably like Verizon. Yeah, Sprint. at Harden, it was Verizon, Sprint, Deloitte, <laughs> Murphy Oil. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. This Jobs is like, you could have gotten without the degree. <laughs> this which is, is that, why I say it was. Why did I pay? Why, why did I pay a hundred thousand dollars to have Deloitte? Nothing against Deloitte. They Price Waterhouse me Cooper and trained me as a salesperson without. I could have. I could have offered to be an intern for these motherfuckers. You know, this is why, though, I do think if you look at a lot of specialized degrees um, that are a little more, I guess, advanced or technical, like being a lawyer or a doctor. They have kind of internships or residencies that they have you do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is huge. And I wish schools 
were shorter on the schooling and added in more of that like enforced kind of internship because the the thing that drives me crazy then schools used to do that like in your four or five years you had a mandatory year where you had to go do like an internship off campus at a at a business somewhere but then it counted towards college credit didn't they used to have that or do they still have it i I just know like i mean i i did um i was a student teacher so i basically had an internship and then i know like doctors will have a residency where they get to kind of learn and teach and practice Mm -hmm. uh being a doctor so i think that kind of stuff is hugely beneficial and should be more of a thing because i feel like we have people who graduate with these degrees and I'm like, oh, okay, no, cool. I, I have an accounting degree. And then they go to and apply to an accounting firm and the accounting firm's like, well, you don't have enough experience. You don't know how to 10 key. You don't know how to like. I got fired from a job because I couldn't 10 key, by the I way. <laughs> so I brought that up. My, my first, oh, that, <laughs> fuck you. It's like, but you had an it was accounting my first, degree. Yeah, it's my first accounting job. And they're like, and you can't tank like, him. Like, oh, what the fuck you is- don't have the experience needed. But it's like, but I have the degree. You can't work fast So enough. how how do I, how do you send kids out in the world that just paid all of this money? It reminds me of that, like when I walked out of my hairdresser and just paid all that money to have my hair look a certain way. And it still look, it looked worse than when I walked in. And I'm like, but you're out all this money. I'm like, it's like kids coming out of college. You're still as clueless as when you went in. Yeah, and but it, now you like, have Sally Mae moving into mm-hmm. your apartment with you. And you get this little thing like, oh, you know, I get this little piece of paper, but jobs are still telling me they can't hire me because I don't have experience. How do I fucking get experience? Okay. So now you still have to go back and intern for free after you paid all this money. You might as well have started with the internship. You could have gotten the entry level job without the idea. Uh, yeah, the okay. other thing. Hold on. Hold on. One more point. So the other thing is, I would say, even if you're going to go to college, which I think in certain situations is a great idea, and I, I, again, I'm not bagging on college as far as education standpoint, I'm bagging on people who go to it blindly without a plan, uh, which is what I did. I had no idea what I wanted to do or how I was going to do it or what it, the result was going to be. I think that's 99% yeah. of kids who go into college. It's like I went because you were. that's what you were supposed to do. It was just do. a natural progression of life. And I ended up changing degrees like five times, six times, something like that, th- changing majors. Uh, and eventually I just landed on education because I thought, okay, that's safe. Um, I had no idea how little money teachers actually make, which is a travesty. But I feel like you should actually invert the the order too like you need to get out of high school and go intern places first anything that you think you have a possible interest in go intern in it for a couple months and see how it actually feels because something you may think you're interested in you may get into it and say oh this is boring as shit i'm i would not want to do this day in day out something you think you have a passion for you may realize you're not that person mm -mm. like you thought you were or you may realize you're not good at it like i wanted to be a phonetics teacher a speech pathologist for a while i remember that i took phonetics and I have a terrible ear. Like, I, I have no rhythm. I can't find the beat to save my life. And it's the same kind of hearing. Like, I don't have the ear for phonetics. I can't hear the nuances mm-hmm. in in the language. So I would be a terrible speech pathologist, not because I'm a terrible person or I'm dumb or I wouldn't put the work in, but I wouldn't have the ear 
to really understand the nuances of what the person might you may, need. You may have a passion for basketball, but if you're five for five, come on, man. Like, like a, <laughs> in a bad game, like, you know. <laughs> even on your best day, <laughs> even on your best day, this is not going to work out for you. So anyway, to go to college or to not go to college? That's, we did not answer the question. <laughs> there's no way to answer the question because, look, you, I can provide support and evidence to show every reason why you should. And I can provide evidence to show every reason why you shouldn't. The point of a 360 perspective is not to answer your question or, or lean you one way or another, but to try to talk around the issue in circles to where it's, it's the point of it is just to catalyze a conversation. And is it is it catalyzed? I don't think that's be the, the right catalyst word. for a conversation. It's not about being right. It's not about being wrong. You can apply this concept even to. You can apply this concept even to political conversations, where and again, you have to be of rational mind to be able to do this. this. Anything, anything, anything you have as something you're uncertain about. Money conversations, um, relationships. It's let's just talk around the circle, talk around in circles. We introduce new ideas, new concepts, new paradigms, and maybe that leads us to a conclusion. Sometimes 360 perspectives can be macro. They can be micro. Like some of these conversations can go on for months, years. Yeah. And and the good thing, too, is if you can get a group of of people who have different perspectives that you um are able to engage with and trust and build these kind of conversations in your daily life, that is going to be extremely helpful. Because as you saw, we all have confirmation bias. Like I have what I believe. Deji has what he believes. I have the filter from which I am uh-huh. perceiving. It's like I'm all about economic opportunity, which mm-hmm. you kind of need a college degree for that. The data supports that. But then Sarah threw that loop in my wrench where she was like, ah, 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 that made that statistic is true. But look at the people with college degrees now. They're, they're a reflection of an old system. Mm-hmm. Wait 30 years and, and let's, let's see, see what the let's see is. what the statistics say. Is the economic uh, opportunity still disproportionately uh, in the hands of people with college degrees? Or have we shifted away from that as a culture now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like that's the point of talking shit out you want to peel back the layers peel and back the onion yeah you're gonna cry man yeah <laughs> you really will it's like you you want to peel it slow like when you're when you're 360 perspective talking mm-hmm. these these conversations need some they, they it's like a crock pot the shit need to cook slow Let it, it's not it's slow, not a microwave baby. it's not a microwave like everything good it needs to go low and slow <laughs> it's not yeah bound to go wow wow If you like what you heard, if you like this type of content, we appreciate you guys listening. Definitely leave us a five-star review on whatever audio platform you're listening to us on. It's their 360 perspective. Let them look at the angle they're at. I am leading them down the line on this loop. Don't don't go in circles (laughs) with me. (laughs) We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next time.